So I was looking at, after our conversation yesterday, I was looking, I looked my name up to see, to see what it meant. And I know that it means pearl, right? But oftentimes when I come across it, when I, on the rare occasion when I meet someone who's German, there's always like this like endearing face that happens, or not a comedy face, but like a, like a childhood face that happens when I introduce myself as Gretchen. And so it was my understanding that Greet was the name and then the chin was the endearment. That's how it was described to me okay. by a German woman once. And she said, the chin is like like a honey, you know, like, honey, can you? So okay. Gretchen is an endearment. But when I looked it up, and so, you know, I left it at that for years and years and years. And when I actually looked it up, it's only used with children. What, the whole name? Yeah, Gretchen. Gretchen. It's Marguerite is the name, but Gretchen is like, the, the full thing is the endearment for Marguerite. So, is it, what, like, I'm trying to think of a... Like, it would be like me, like, your name's Rachel, it would be like me saying, Rachel. Okay. So it's so... Oh, I say, I, I, right, right. It's a diminutive name, if that makes sense. Hmm. And so, Greta, Greta, Marguerite, uh, Marie, I think is how you pronounce the Irish, Marguerite. That's the actual woman's name. The child's name is Gretchen. I had no idea. No, no idea. nor did I. And like, Gretchen sounds. Actually, how many Gretchens do I know? You. You're, you're it. <laughs> and all my personalities. So, 12. Ah, okay, so this is this is a discovery and a half, right? It is, and it does feel like a discovery at the right time, because if I'm going to do my own thing and take control of my own work, well, I don't want to do, do so as, you know, a diminutive. Not that children are diminutive at all, but just it feels important for me to take control of my name, so I'm thinking of changing... My name. Now, I'm happy to have friends and everyone call me Gretchen because that's actually what the word, what the name is meant for. And that's what you've grown up You've always been Gretchen. Well, I've always been Gretchen, but interestingly, my friends in, at university call me Gret. All of them call me Gret. Okay, like I'm rich. Yeah. yeah. And they call me Gret. Now, Gret is an actual name, and it's Spanish, and it still means pearl, but it's Argentinian. And you know that Argentina is my favorite country. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe I'll just be Gret, but that might be too chummy. It might feel too chummy to me. Like, really, it's how it feels to me rather than how it sounds to me. Um, and what about... I mean, we've talked before about alter egos. I mean, have you, you have alluded in the past to having a sense of other identities. I do, and my alter, I have an alter ego name because I love your alter ego. <laughs> Free 
for a hawk. And for a while, I was I I was in my head going, well, I'm just going to free to this. <laughs> you know, if a situation occurred, and you, but you know what? I can't steal your alter the name of your alter ego. Uh, as amazing as it is, like that's wrong to do to your friend. So, and you don't want to share it because it's like totally yours. Freedom for Hawk is she's been she's been with me since I was four. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to step on that territory. But so I started thinking, well, what do I want for my imaginary name? What would my imaginary name be? And I have one now that I think I would like, and it's Imogen Bonovich. Ah. So it's my imaginary Bon Happy Bitch Bitch, imaginary Happy Bitch. So I just go into that yeah. mode whenever I need to alter but ego the situation. But that's a fantastic because I think that I think that we do naturally, intuitively have, you know, quite comfortably have different versions of ourselves, and yeah. we know those different versions. We're comfortable with knowing that, you know, sometimes I require kind of stepping up to something, yeah. and sometimes they've been a little bit different. And I I, I know from my own experience that. That Frida Froberg is and always has been. I used to call her my my cowboy version of myself, because because my child self imagined her like Calamity Jane, that yeah. she was up on a wagon of, uh, with horses and that she she was kind of cool, a gunslinging kind of you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that that there are there are many occasions in my life when I feel. I feel that I've I've been a bit freederish for you know a day or a few days, and that she's fantastically helpful mm. because because when I'm Frida I I I'm confident yeah, and then when I'm Rachel you know that I I know that Rachel can be um, you know for everything I present. <laughs> Behind that, there's a, there's you know there's quite a vulnerable, <laughs> you know, possibly wounded human who um who is prone to to feeling yeah vulnerable yeah and that that's that's not always helpful. So no. I I absolutely am with you that that recognizing the confident version of yourself and then naming her. It's really powerful, isn't it? It is, yes. And I, and in a way, I thought, well, why shouldn't I just publish my work as Imogen Bonovich? But I want to, I want her in reserve. Like she, I don't want to share her in a way that I, you know, that Frida is so you. Like I need Imogen in reserve. She needs to be like my wing woman, you know. Whereas my work. I want it to be. I want to show that vulnerability as well, mm. and and I feel that that's important, important part of it. But I don't want to be childlike, and you see, also tucked in here, tucked in to this is is that Gretchen Heffernan and Rachel Adams. We've also had we've had identities as as mum. Mm -hmm. As wife, as housewife, we we've those identities have through you know social construct been um, you know oftentimes uh, as 
yeah. belittle, just just through you know into being a woman in the in the in the decades that we've existed in, and um, and I suppose to some extent. You know, it's it's naming a different version of ourselves is a bit like saying, you know, fuck that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I am, I am this person too, and by naming her, it's it's it kind of forces an audience to to take that on board. And also, I, it's we've been daughters. And there's something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something wonderful about saying, "Yeah, I don't actually want the name, the full name that my parents. I want the version, my interpretation. I want to create the interpretation of the version, the name that was given to me." And then suddenly, like you shed that absolute feeling of of being a daughter, and not not just a. I mean, like a clear. There were there were women all over the world who, who were very happy being the daughters that they are. Yeah. I think that we've talked before about how perhaps we felt cast in certain roles, um, characters in in a story that someone else has told, defined as someone that we've resisted being. And, and, and I've found that over the last year, standing up and going, actually, I don't recognise the person that I'm told that I am. I don't recognise her. And, um, and I think, I think that as a device, yeah, this, is, this is a perfectly you know, brilliant device for um casting off that narrative. Yeah, and taking ownership and choosing your own choosing your own uh, well your own identity. You know, I was just writing some questions for the Albright Club and I haven't come across I haven't come up with all of them yet, but I just want to read you the first one because oh, yeah. I think it's really interesting that this was the first question I thought to write. So it's, if it, asks, it asks if you follow any rules or guidelines in your artwork, in your practice, and who created those rules, and Ooh. do they meet your needs? And I guess it's kind of the same thing that we're saying, is that you, when you are born into a name or a typecast, you aren't the person that created the rules or the guidelines in which you exist. And as you mature but also the more that you create you know I, often I think when I'm creating I'm not really understanding why it comes clear you know um, in retrospect that what I was doing was that I was carving out my own identity my own set of rules you know my own guidelines what I'm comfortable with and it is really you know it's a revolution when you wake up and you go actually how I'm seen is not who I yeah, who but I think but I am. challenging the, the the story that you've been cast in by challenging that, as we may have experienced, it's it can be quite um, uh, what's the word? 
people. There's a certain, yeah, there's a certain difficulty for, for others who, when, when you're no longer behaving as the person that you're expected to be. And, and for us, and, and for, you know, many, many women, certainly in our age group, Sorry, that's like you're <laughs> ten years younger than me. <laughs> but, but to to say, you know, but what if I'm not a good little girl? What what if I don't want to be well, here to be in service to others? What what if I'm you know? What if I want to get on with my own thing and not be helpful? <laughs> there are you other know. names for that. Bitch is one of them. <laughs> Disruptive. Oh, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I think of the, the, the words I grew up with. I was, I was, I was bossy. I was precocious. I was a show off. I was, you know, I was a shit stirrer. I was, you know, that there, there, there's such negative words, mm. and 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 I grew up thinking, oh God, I don't, I don't sound very nice, do I? I clearly don't sound very nice. And I had to work really hard to try and appear not to be those things. But do you think that if you had the exact same personality, but you were a male, would it be, oh, she's ambitious? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. She's assertive. Because, <laughs> a because boys aren't any of those things, aren't they? Boys no. aren't those things. And, and I absolutely now, reflecting, I... I do not believe in any way that that's who I was. I think that I was, you know, I've, I've always been, you know, chirpy, enthusiastic, you know, <laughs> and 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 excited about putting on a show or you know having a plan. Inquisitive. That's what I think of you. That would be the first word that I would use to describe you. Inquisitive. But yes. isn't it yes. isn't it sad that you know the sort of how I grew up feeling feeling ashamed of being me, and that and that shame and judgment that I felt that I grew up with has is you know it's continued, it's yeah. continued, and it's um and 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 I recognise now that Frida Frohawk was you know by imagining myself as her. Frida Frohawk was a character that um, that could get away with being mm -hmm. those things because she was a tomboy, yeah. and that rather than being bossy, she was actually, as you said, she was ambitious and, and excited. And leader. And I think, yeah, I think this is a great plan, but why can't we be several things? So we can, we can, and you know, it's as soon as you claim your own name, even if it is, you know, if it's a pseudonym or an imaginary character, who, whoever it is, it's you just erase all the other names or all the other associations of names that could be potentially used, you know, to refer to you, and I don't feel as though. I've had in my life a lot of power over what I've been called. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe that's true for everyone that's 
creating, maybe the people that are, you know, really comfortable with their with their names, um, their birth names. Maybe they're they're not the ones, you know, painting, making paintings and writing poetry. Well, the funny thing is, is that is that what actually what you're talking about, I suppose, is is that it's having the confidence to have a voice yeah. to communicate an idea, whether it's visual or written or or spoken or but to have that creative voice is 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 claiming an identity that you believe is has integrity in it. Is, is truthful. Mm. It is. That's it. It's naming what you what you think of as truthful. It's claiming the tr your own truth <clears throat> rather than someone else's interpretation of it. So, Imogen yeah. Bovich. <laughs> See, I love her. Do you? <laughs> I love Imogen and Frida would be mates. <laughs> Smoking mates. Road trips. Road That's trips. what I imagine. Yeah. Road trips. <laughs> but do you think feet Greta on the or dashboard? Greta? Yeah, feet on the dashboard, definitely. <laughs> I think, like, did you greet? I, I, I love the name Greta. Greta. Greta Galbraith. Mm, I, I, don't, I don't want to be Greta. It's, it's, Greta's I the wrong sound. Greta. Yeah, it's the wrong sound for me. Yeah. Greta, or, because it's G-R-E-T-E. -E. See, no, and you, you or know it and define it and, yeah, state it. Greta. So, Greta Heffernan, or Greta Germany. Pleased to meet you, Greta Heffernan. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, too. Greta <laughs> <Free> Fermo. <laughs> <laughs>